Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of the PhD Cast by the Cebus GPA. I'm Micah, and today I'm joined by my co-host Megan and returning guests Sam and Rob. And today, in honor of Halloween, we're telling some spooky lab stories. And of course, everybody is dressed up as their favorite terrifying thing in lab. Sam is an ungraduated cylinder. Megan is a minus 80 freezer with the alarm going off. And Rob is just some kid in socks and sandals. (laughs) And me, I'm the most dangerous creature of all, myself. So, (laughs) at least most dangerous to have in your lab. But one thing that we've encountered that has become horrifying to all of us here is when, what happens when you forget to put an SD card in to, to your uh, recording, <laughs> recording yeah, so this, this should really be called uh, Season 2, Episode 8.1, or 8 Squared. <laughs> uh, we recorded this episode, or we thought we did. This is really um. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to explain? What yeah, happened? okay, okay. We spent like an hour and 15 minutes recording this episode already, going through lots of spooky stories. Uh, we're about to pack up when I noticed that I never put the SD card into the uh, control board. So none of it <laughs> saved. We lost so much, so much content. And now we're going to try to do this again and pretend like all of these spooky stories are spooky still. Oh. The exasperation in your voice <laughs> is just so powerful. They're, like, they're still going to be spooky, though. Sam, oh, yeah. Sam has plenty of ammo. Yeah, yeah. That, to be the, fair, these those, are, these those are timeless stories, stories will always be spooky. Yeah, they're timeless stories. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, spooky story number one was that, that we just recorded this episode and <laughs> lost all that. So, Sam, yeah. do you want to kick us off with the, uh, the, the crime with scene? With the bloody mask bats? Yeah. <laughs> yes, let me regale you. The same tales. first story. So you guys know, uh, you guys have a lab of any sort. You know, you have like a balance. Wait, sorry. Are you gonna go through and explain what a balance is again? Yes. Yeah. 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 How, how he measures he mass and Whoa. like. Okay, sorry. Anyway. So in addition, in addition right. to so, not putting in the SD card, now she's gonna make fun of you for the way that you set up your story, Sam. You have some. And you, and you did it beautifully. <laughs> so still turning into another roast. The audacity. Okay. The sorry. Audacity. Continue. Tell Please, me Sam. about what a scale is. Listen. All right. For those who are uninformed, scales. <laughs> all right. Analytical scales allow you to measure things like matter, right? So imagine that. What imagine about like, matter do you measure? Is, what, don't what was, don't what was, encourage this. What was it? <laughs> I, I was just wondering what you measure oh, about the matter. Dude, you can measure it's like weight. Like, <laughs> like you know, like F equals MG kind of stuff. Ooh, Crazy. Okay, okay. Like, so, you know, we as a state-of-the-art lab, have one of these scales where we can measure things and it's like crazy. Revolutionary. Revolutionary, <laughs> I know. And it, it is a pretty analytical. So we have like a good level of accuracy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, we know that much weight to that degree. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So we have this, we have the scale. It's our it's our good friend, you know, our our trusty partner, you know, my comrade. What was the nickname you used? My best boy. My thought, baby boy. It was baby your, yeah, boy. your baby boy. He's my he, my baby boy. Uh, you know, so one, 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 one fateful day, I, I walk in to see how my baby boy is doing, you know, see if he's doing all right. He wasn't doing all right. He was not doing all right. What happened to your baby boy, Sam? My, my baby boy, <laughs> let me tell you. Listen, he was covered in blood, all right? <laughs> covered in blood from who knows what. He was just marked. He was streaked. He was, he was traumatized. There was blood, or basically, we, we, I walked into the lab and saw that my scale had a lot of blood on it. And not only that, we had uh, signs of someone trying to clean it up. We had signs of someone using bleach, signs of oxidized blood from the bleach, and signs of actual hand, like, wipes and marks on the blood. So someone, for some reason, had used our scale, used, put a lot of blood on the scale, tried to clean up the scale, failed to clean up the scale, left it, and then I had to come and see my baby boy massacred like that. My, my, and my favorite it, part of this whole thing. Is that someone tried to clean it up and put so little effort into it? <laughs> like they gave yeah. it one slide, walked away. Bleach, and then just, exactly. Uh, it was like it was just the literal minimal amount of effort possible. They like they try to clean it up and they try to use bleach. They're like, you know what? I'm done. So what, what we had to do is is that we had to you know do some CSI Miami stuff. I saw everything go black and white like L.A. Noir. I was like, okay, this is it. What is this? We had to figure out what it was. We literally got luminol kit. We went to the our, we went to the, the chemistry department. We're like, this is a sample. We need to see what it is. We <laughs> do the luminol. It turns out to be blood. Oh my god. We're like, okay, we need to do fix, fix, we need to do like FTIR to see what kind of blood it is. We need to, we need to do all these analysis. We need to figure out who it is. We're like, I just mm. felt like I was like a 
like a cop, but it just turns out we, d- we couldn't really figure out who it was at the end. After all that effort. <laughs> it was a lot that. of effort. I yeah. think it's funny that the story is still funny. Uh, no matter how many times we hear this story, potentially we, we twice in say, the last hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I might even say that we heard this 45 minutes ago. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a wild time. Yeah, um, oh, talk about the investigation that happened after that. Yeah, that was, was the part insane. that was crazy for me. Yeah, so so apparently, because in in our in our lease space we have shared spaces, yeah. so we have these doors where you know you have card access into, so you can have a, you have a log of people who enter in uh, yeah. each of the building at a different time. So what happened was that uh, we those logs were pulled for that day, so we had to have everybody who was in that general lab space <sighs> basically checked. It was checked. so annoying. Yeah, wow. to see where they were for like the last month though. It wasn't even just the day. Yeah, of it the was incident. it was for an extended period was that of the time. Entire third floor or just just our like so our lab space. So it was three labs. So you guys share like a common bay. Or whatever. Yeah, like we're we're all, we all have to share the same card access to the door. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we're on the opposite side. Um, yeah, it was a wild time. So, question though, Sam, that I didn't I forgot to ask you this last time. Um, did your PI get to see this firsthand? Like oh the yeah. Carnage? Yeah. Or? Yeah. So what I I had the beautiful pleasure of taking these pictures and then you know knocking on my PI's door after he had a meeting. You to be had like, to do that. Oh. Yeah, to be like, <laughs> no. hey, by the way. Just, I want to preface this. This is not, I did not do this. I want to oh, preface man. that. Here you go. And then he just, I just saw his face just go from like kind of okay to see me to be like stone face. Like what happened? What happened? That's tough. What is this? And then we had had a meeting about that and it was just a, it was a wonderful mess of a time. And, and then, you know, ultimately we didn't know who did it. So we had to clean it up yeah. ourselves. And then yeah. now our scales does not work properly or at least the same level of accuracy. My baby boy is still traumatized. Still I'm pretty sure the plus or minus the error is uh, Did you ever find out trauma. what kind of blood it was? Uh, well, we didn't know if it was, well, it was definitely not human because that'd be very scary if it was, you know, not much some, human some person was just bleeding. So we were thinking if whoever was using animals, probably either bovine or like rodent. But uh, just starting to scapegoat the other lab in the shared lab space now. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, well, like I said yeah. in the last time, everyone in that lab room has guesses mm-hmm. on who it is. Yeah. Yeah. But we still don't know who it was. Even after a very thorough investigation by our PIs, they never figured out who it might have been. And I still think that someone just never owned up to it because they got too scared after getting yelled at. Uh, well, Megan, on the subject of bovine, <laughs> you have a story, except you know exactly who it was. I do, um, yeah. So, so why don't you tell us that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so our lab, my old lab, used to do a lot of osteoarthritis work. Um, and so we used to isolate um, primary cells from animals. Um, if it's OA work, we probably are going to be working with cartilage, the chondrocytes. Um, and all, even though we did a lot of mouse work, um, you can't get that many chondrocytes from mice very easily. So why not go for a bigger animal, bovine, cows? Um, but the easiest way to get cow tissue is through a butcher. Um, and so we used to get our weekly or biweekly deliver like packages of cow joints on ice, uh, delivered to our room. And so one of my lab mates would isolate, try to isolate chondrocytes by dumping the carcass into my, uh, biosafety cabinet using a cheese grater to mince the cartilage tissue off of the end. Every time I hear about this cheese grater, I never showed you guys the video. Yeah. I'll try to Ugh. get it from Nate again. How, um, much, how much do they process the uh, like the animal carcasses before they send them to you? Like, are they de-skinned and de-blooded and stuff? Uh, like it's that it's like? so it's af- it's it's from a butcher, so it's after they got all the meat that they oh, need from yeah. a cow, I guess. Oh, I don't okay. really know, but right. and then they literally just send like from mid tibia to mid femur. Okay. Um, wow. And so then, like, he'll go through the joint capsule, <laughs> and then he'll he'll Rate shave. In your well, previously completely sterile BSE. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So. Okay. Blood everywhere, pieces of cartilage everywhere, under the grates everywhere. Uh, and it almost always happened in the middle of one of my cell culture experiments, so I could, I'd have to use someone else's biosafety cabinet during that time. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, maybe don't grate cartilage. <laughs> if you take, take one thing away from this. Don't do that. Don't, don't grate cartilage. Maybe use a scalpel, maybe use a piece of scissors, a piece, a pair of scissors. Or just not in a, you know, a, Sterilized BSC. Yeah, yeah, you find mm-hmm. a tissue room. Find a dissection yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. A tissue prep room. Take the tissues into the biosafety cabinet afterwards. A bone cutting room, perhaps. Yes, which he did eventually have to get kicked out into. Good. So now that wasn't wasn't even the end of the story the first time you told it. Oh really? Because I think you also oh, ended yes. up losing a oh, lot. Oh yes, yes, yes. Because yes. of All right, the so right. yeah, right. we've got chondrocytes and air quotes 
now isolated supposedly from these bovine cartilage. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Um, and, Allegedly. you know, typically I would recommend that if you're going to have people do tissue culture and like primary cell or cell line culture, you probably should keep them in separate incubators, you know, just because contamination, cross-contamination mm. is a lot more likely. We did not do that, even though it was specified and I had labeled my incubators as so. I keep saying my, like they're mine, but they were my babies. Um, and so uh, those chondrocytes were in the same incubator as my precious cells. And this was like a week before COVID shutdown. Um, and I knew that we were potentially going to shut down. Like we found out two days before. So I was like, all right, this is my time. It timed out. I'm going to do all of my RNA work so that I have something to work on when we were shut down for two weeks, supposedly. Um, go in <laughs> on Monday. Right <laughs> only, only two weeks. <laughs> Sorry, closure. Just two weeks. So I go in on Monday after the weekend, and we were going to shut down on Wednesday. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to crank out PCR today and tomorrow. Go in. All my cells are dead. And I have never had a contamination issue with this cell line ever in the one and a half years that I had been working with that cell line. And I was like, they're all detached. And I had four flasks of cells that I was growing out for months. Jeez. They're all detached. And I was like, what the hell is happening? Take a look at the two shelves above me. There's a bunch of T25s that were not just dead. They were opaque and white. And I just cannot comprehend how bad of a contamination you would have to have for your flasks to be opaque and white. Oh. You said they didn't use pen strap. Yes. Yes, exactly. They did not, they did not use penstrap because they were worried that that was the reason why their cells were dead when they did a viability test after isolation. And I was like, I don't, I don't think that is it. For the uninitiated, we've got to explain this. Penicillin streptomycin is uh, an antibiotic solution, a broad spectrum antibiotic. Mm -hmm. It targets both gram positive and gram negative bacteria. And so it's, it's pretty standard to use it in cell culture for all, but the most stringent studies like immunological studies, IPSC differentiations, because you know, you don't, Contamination sucks. It does. And, uh, it absolutely does. You and might, you might even say it ruins experiments. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe it does. Maybe it does ruin. Just maybe. Yeah, that was a tough. That entire cell isolation process was really, really not good. Like zero viability. But he was convinced that he was doing it. So I I didn't say this last time. So he had been working on this for months, right? Months, mm. and it never got viable cells, right? And so. <laughs> My advisor was like, all right, Megan does a lot of cell culture. She's, had, she's done this a lot. How about Megan also try to isolate cells using the same tissues at the same time you do it? So I take a subset of those cartilage tissues, and mm. I go on over to someone else's BSC, and mm. I work through my own isolation protocol. Was able to culture them out fine. I did use penstrap in mine too, but anyway, I. So is this I, more I, the uh, humble bragging that we were? No, uh, no, uh, no. We were dealing with well, last I thought time, we were going to avoid well, I, this whole all segment. All of my power and all of yeah, my expertise was able to just do all this. You missed easily. this last time. I think time. I did. Yeah. It was right as you walked out, and then they. Uh, yeah, then then we immediately just uh, started roasting, just roasted me, Megan. But not really. It was, it was wow. the roast 2.0. But then we were sweet afterward. You guys were very sweet, and yeah. I. I am actually happy that that did not get recorded because I don't handle well, compliments Well, guess what we're doing well. right now. <laughs> don't handle. Oh, the no. only reason that Megan can humble brag is uh, because she is actually a brilliant individual, yeah. great researcher, good person, and we're all jealous of her capabilities. No, don't you say know? that. Megan is just dying inside. Like, we we yeah. know Megan is like, she always likes to undersell herself, but honestly, <laughs> she just outperforms it every single oh, aspect of her Oh, no. Like, yep. She's a great musician, yep. great friend, great oh. researcher. Oh, you call oh. me a friend. Yeah. So, yeah. so hopefully so, so some now, of you so that are watching us are, are going to be able to watch us perform eventually. Wait, wait. Um, you know, with COVID restrictions Did and everything, we do have a... Wait, wait. plug our band Oh, in. I'm, wait, wait. I'm plugging the band. That's it's Does your band right have a name? We, we, no! We, we, we could just cut this, though. Not really. Yeah. we. Uh, you can't plug something that is unnamed. We've talked about the fact that this band is unnamed. Technically, we have a name for... Yeah. I mean, we do, Jeremy has a name for us. Uh, yeah, it is full. I don't like it's the full. placeholder. F-A-U-X. Because one of our band members was really <laughs> gung-ho about uh, making it a, a single-syllable band name. And that and that's the one that we landed um, on. Micah, you have any ideas for us? What if what if we double down on trying to get sponsored by Ala Shanghai? And you guys are just the, the Ala Shanghai band. <laughs> the Ala Shanghai sponsored by Ala Shanghai. That's so absurd. Yes, by Ala Shanghai. It would absolutely you by, be absurd. These beats were brought to you by Ala Shanghai. No, no, no. You could be. You guys could just be like the name of yeah, some 
some uh, dish, right? You, could be you, the could, soup you guys could be the soup you. dumplings. Oh my god! The lao mein. Sponsored by Allah Shanghai. The lao mains. But anyway, <laughs> all of this in. was to say, um, we had all been practicing, and by we, I mean everyone but Megan because she oh, was uh, yeah, she was I away was gone doing doing her own very important experiments. Because yeah. <laughs> she's better than all of us. No, um, but um, we we practiced for two whole months. And uh, she came back and was immediately able to come in and pick it up. And uh, yeah, she was like, "I don't think I'll be able to do that well." She does perfectly. Like, oh, you know, I just uh, the first time I'm doing this just does it well. And then she came in and started giving us a couple of notes. Hey, I I know you guys have been practicing this for two months. Hard work, great job, by the way. But first of all, Sam, uh, come on. I did say that you guys (laughs) sounded absolutely incredible when I came back on Tuesday. But then he hit that heavy but. There's some things we could improve. No, I'm just we, you're, you're good at what you do, Megan. Uh-huh. You are. Okay. Uh, thanks. Okay. You guys are very, very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, I, I can talk to you about uh, low viability. I, yeah. I've, okay. I've this is a great segue going from cell viability, viability and cell isolation. I heard so. low viability, and then some part of me just awakened. That's the best way to trigger Sam <laughs> and bring him back to his worst summer of grad school. Oh, yeah, Sam knows a little something about uh, low viability and isolations, but for completely different reasons. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And what do you, uh, Not his fault. What do you yeah. have to say about that, Sam? Yeah, so there was a time in my life when I was doing cell work, when I was a bright-eyed young boy full of joy. Uh, yeah, so what, what we, I was doing before was I had to isolate osteocytes from uh, mouse bones. So osteocytes are basically bone cells that are well embedded into the tissue, so mm-hmm. it spends a lot of time, takes a lot of time to actually get them out into a culture, roughly like 20 hours. So the first time I did this isolation uh, were from some uh, rat bones, Took 20 hours. I, I got out at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Like, okay, we're good. Turns out, yeah, I had to actually go to a uh, meeting the next day. All right, so at 7 a.m., I'd take a train to uh, New York City to talk to a collaborator about important stuff. So I was here half delirious. I'm like, <laughs> this is not a good sign. You know, in my mind, I'm like, this is not a good sign that this assay is good because I, I, I'm coming out of here just half delirious, just stun locked, just... Uh, and I had to talk about important things, and I and I had to go right back home or right back up to Albany uh, because I had to, you know, change the media pretty cell. I couldn't even go home and cry to my mom. At least. <laughs> like, oh, I need some chicken soup. I need some. I need the bed. I need. <laughs> I need the. I need the blankie, please. You know, I couldn't do any of that. <laughs> Listen, give a blankie, Sam. <laughs> Listen. What color is your blankie, Sam? Listen, it's red, first of all. <laughs> it's red. <laughs> no. Oh, you have an answer. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> so, the, yeah, so the first time I did that, you know, yeah, it ends up, it, we were able to get some decent cells. Okay, cool. But the actual process is so tiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second time, which is the, the best time I did this, uh, <laughs> essentially we were taking, we said, okay, well, we have multiple mice. Let's do it multiple times and we get multiple cell lines. Okay, cool. So which means I have to do 20 hours back to back to back. Okay. All right. Maybe I can, you know, sacrifice some of my life energy to do this, but it'll be a good idea. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, you know, for imagine, so if, if, if you think about it, cells are alive. Right, right, right. I'm on board. Cells are alive. Right? I'm following you so far. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cells are alive. If you were to, you know, say, put yourself, let, let's say, you know, hypothetically, you were to put yourself into a minus 80 freezer mm. for multiple years. <laughs> Do you think Do you by think? any chance that <laughs> any part of you may still be alive? There is a chance. There is a chance, right? There's like yeah. a small There's a chance. chance that some part Enough of you Enough of a chance alive. that a PI it, would be convinced. Exactly. Enough <laughs> of a chance that... You know, when asked, hey, let's do this because we have this model that has this diabetic, diabetes, this cool phenotype. Let's see what the osteocytes are expressing. I, know, diabetes like, is a I, have, cool I have a first year well, PhD you know. student that'd be perfect for <laughs> this. Yeah, and so we're like, okay, <laughs> well, let's see what the osteocytes are expressing. We're like, well, but these cell, these, these mice have been stored in minus 80 for about two years. Like, and not, and not stored in any solution that can help in any way to preserve any of the cells they're just stuck in there just slapped in there minus 80 and they were taking out all the ice crystals so all the ice crystals so i had to you know take those out thaw them and then do the whole isolation (laughs) three times right and then you know each time i'm like hey let's let's look at the viability after the end of 20 hours let's do this cell count let's put this tripan blue in here let's see what we get 98 percent dead (laughs) oh okay first day hey hey you know PI, it's not looking too good. Oh, just keep going. Second day, 
99% dead. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Third day, 98% dead. <laughs> cool. Final day, done. And then worse, and then to cherry on top, just literally the, the next day after the three days of me isolating these cells and just, you know, waking up just half dead, I end up in a car crash. <laughs> oh. And, and you know, so it ultimately, it wasn't. It wasn't even just like a like a fender bender. You like. Oh yeah, it, it was a it was a total. Like it was just like oh. your car is no longer. What, a car. what exactly <laughs> happened? Uh, but, but basically, I was uh, coming out of the gym. Yeah. Uh, at least so the one in. You were play. delirious because you hadn't slept in days. Imagine. Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, well, basically, I was at, I was at the stoplight. I at the stop. Uh, stoplight it turned green i let off the gas or i let off my brake i'm like okay let's go some person just basically flying through uh oh, going no. 60 miles per hour just slams me oh, oh no wait did you get hurt huh were you okay uh, minor injuries I'm wait honest. really yeah it was coming driver's side or passenger side driver's side oh no holy gosh yeah it was well but yeah so I was, I was coming out of the intersection like this and the car was coming this way apparently he he was uh his his wife was uh, ex- or, yeah, oh, was she in, about in to labor. give birth? And he was in a different city. <laughs> and she was like, I need to make this oh. light right now. So he was going like, what speed? I, you know, in, in you know, in my case, I'm like, okay, I love the, I didn't actually look to see if anybody was coming because, hey, if it's, a red, have a green light. Yeah, if it's a green light, I had the right of way. I can assume, but, you know, there you go. So I got into an accident and the car was like, yeah, your car is no longer a car. <laughs> And That's so that was like awesome. after the end of three days of isolating poor cells, my mind was at like the lowest point. Oh, no. And then it was just like, life was like, no, 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 no. Here's one more <laughs> you <thing>. poor boy. <laughs> We're not at the bottom yeah, yet. So, <laughs> so I, end up, I exactly end up with the, the <laughs> I end up with the, you know, a total car and 90, basically average 98% dead cells. Like it was the worst weekend. That was the most spookiest weekend I've ever had. Yeah, that's Probably. like oh. one of the most dead times I've ever seen you. Yeah. Just the most there. recent being two days ago. And so at the end, did your, did your PI, it was your fault, right? That the, uh, the viability was really low. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. you didn't, try obviously you didn't yeah, do the extraction. Right. Well, yeah. So, it wasn't so because yeah, we, we only table, we tabled that experiment because <laughs> only because it just, you know, on my end, it's just so much, I, there's so much I can't do. There's so much I need to learn <laughs> yeah, to do yeah, yeah. for that. Right, right. That right. I just need to be better. Are you worried that he's going to ask you to do that again sometime before you leave? <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's a now. It's good thing he doesn't yeah. listen to this podcast yeah. consistently. Megan may have just spoken into existence <laughs> Sam's demise. Sorry. <laughs> um. Sam, now that you're a more experienced researcher, you're going to be able to do it just fine. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. So basically. 96%. Yeah. 96%. Percent that this yeah time. So, so, so that was the thing was that like at least for some of the uh, students like in the third floor, we just have this joke going on like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Sam is a cell necromancer. You could just bring just, cells back just from the, the Lazarus pit, just like, you know, like Ra's al Ghul, just bring, <laughs> summon, Ghul. summon them back to life. Like with my, that's what I do when I go into this decor and for 20 hours, I'm just doing like a rain dance around. That's why you're the, always wearing black, right? <laughs> that's why I'm always wearing black. <laughs> that's why I'm always wearing black. Yes. <laughs> that's, 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 that's exactly why I need to at any time be ready to, to do the rain dance right. to, right. to right. revive my cells. Did you, did you draw your pentagram properly when you were trying See, to that's the issue that the probably mice. I didn't have enough bovine blood. Oh. <laughs> well, let us know next time you need more, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently we have a bunch to spare. Yeah. I, know, I, I, I couldn't draw the pentagram the whole way, so that's why. Uh, I, uh, you know, no wonder times, it was only three times. No. Yeah, yeah, we studied oh dark magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and I did have a recent scare. You did, which yeah. all, I would say isn't close to what it, this whole cell isolation process went. But yes. was also pretty scary fire hazard um, mm. from two days ago. Where, yeah. so again, we have a shared space. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately also do a lot of bone work now, uh, <laughs> which means I have to be in their lab space way more than I ever thought I was going to be. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm in there with a lab mate. We're breaking, but bo- we're about to break bones. And I walk in to prep the lab space, and it smells like something is burning. And I thought maybe we messed up and we left something on overnight. We fried like the electronics on on an equipment. Mm-hmm. No, no, we were fine. We did everything we were supposed to do. Look on over, and there's a water bath set to 80 degrees Celsius, and it. I don't think I've mentioned this before, but it was continuing to go up. Like it, when I first thought it was at 78 and then I started going to 80, 82. So potentially could be, could have been set to a higher temperature. Don't know. Um, I walk over 
and I open the lid and there's no water in the water bath and a uh, plastic tube rack that was like halfway melted. Was it smoking? Oh my gosh. No, but I cannot. So the thing is though, like I stayed for another 30 minutes after and I can't think about how much poison like I might have you, just inhaled. Because like I was like, I just I need to break 80 bones. I just want to keep working. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm sitting there waiting for my what bones a, to thaw. As soon as I saw the plastic tube rack, I texted Sam and I was like, hello, are you in here? Uh, fire hazard help. And then Bowen walked in and Bowen, I was like, Bowen. And he's like, what? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I was like, look what happened. And he was like, Oh no. Oh, and like no. Bowen's like kind of a quiet guy. He's very put together. And yes. I think that really startled him. And he was like, I don't really know what to do with this information right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm just imagining Bowen's face as he's looking down at the carnage. Yeah, he was just like, oh, oh, okay, I'll take care of it. And then he like walks out again, grabs Tice, brings Tyson, and they're trying to air it out. And Tice tells me and Angela, he goes, You guys should probably leave. We're going to let EHS know. And we we're like, ah, we we're about to break bones. So then we couldn't, we had to wait another couldn't few hours to go wait. back in. Oh, uh, you no. had to scrape the plastic off of the, the water bath. It was a scary time. You guys literally could have set the lab on fire. It was on overnight. That's not good. Was this yet another situation where no one owned, owned up to it? Yeah. No, oh, no, no, we know. Oh, we do know. Oh, we know. Well, okay. I, I think I know. Well, Okay. Process of elimination. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this case, I think someone was, or at least it was on because someone was using it for an yeah. essay, but then yeah. I think we just didn't turn it off after or the time. Or add water. So, yeah, or so add the water, water to it. So then they just came back like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's on. Oops. <laughs> so that could, yeah, <laughs> yeah like I said, it could have been a, an insane fire hazard. So that was a, at least good on, good on you, thankfully, for telling us so soon. Well, able to, yeah get it, mobilize ourselves because I, I was literally enjoying my day. Just like, Oh yeah, I woke up late. Ah, oh, it's fine. I'm going to get in. It's going to be a Gets good a text day. At like nine 30. Yeah, it's going to be a good <laughs> day in the lab. Text at nine 30. See the picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was a your lab just in general has our lab space in general has a lot of really bad lab. Yeah. Lab mainly stories. just, yeah. We have we have that one. We have the the cryo tank that Rob, in the middle of our two versions of this episode, had to go check on his own. Check on his own. <laughs> me so paranoid. I, I think like it we is literally one of my worst we fears. scared Rob so much of like so again between Sam and my lab space is a, another lab, <laughs> and they have a cryo tank that stores all of the cells for a lot of labs actually, as well as labs that are no longer at our university from ten to fifteen years ago, right? Mm. So lots of cells. Um, I used to have cells in there. And with some intuition, two months before this, I asked Micah, I was like, hey, can I store a box of cells in your cryo cry tank? And he's like, yes, of course. And I move it. Just some like unbelievable clairvoyance. Yeah, yeah. it just, I, you know, ne- you never know. Um, and then I, wow. you know, I was out of town. I was in Las Vegas. I get a text from our friend Tyree and he goes, hey, do you still have cells in there? I'm like, no, no, I just moved them out. What's wrong? Well, it's been at room temperature for three days. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, oh, it's so and he scary. was like, someone left the lid cracked open and all of the cells are gone. And so, like I said last time, if you guys, oh, we should have checked that out. If you go and look at the biohazard bin in their lab, it is full, like all the way full with vials of cells that are now oh. dead. And it is oh. actually probably the saddest and scariest thing you can see in a lab is to see that many, I mean, it's, thousands of dollars but also some of those some of those are primary cells that people have spent time to isolate themselves like there were unique cell lines that they may have developed gone we don't know who did that one either nope but we did all have to answer emails about log access that was a really really extensive investigation that went nowhere yeah Yeah. another one another one yeah where like we had to tell people like where we were for a week before that yeah yeah it was that was a that was a time that's so crazy oh (laughs) Even now, it's still just stressful to hear that yeah. one. Yeah, I, yeah. Really, like, I, I went into the freezer room where my cryo tank is stored, and yeah. I pushed down the lid just yeah. to be sure. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I had to make sure that it was securely fastened. It's just like, such a yeah, scary please, thing. Please yeah. do. Because I'm just very happy that I had moved my cells out. Yeah. No, yeah, that's unbelievable. Holy cow. That's because, like, you know life. how, like, I mean, for people who do cell culture, like, if you're going to take a vacation, you have to shut down all your cells, you know, yep. and you, right. you have to break them out again when you're back. So, like, right. I'm just really happy I moved them out because I had no cells in culture because I was out of town. Mm-hmm. So I would have been screwed if I came back because, yep. and um, I don't, my PI is not even here, so I wouldn't have had cells. You said you took, to. so you took them out of the 
out of that crowd tank. Put it in his. A month before? Yeah, like six weeks-ish. Wow. Month and a half? Wow. Yeah, that's that's, that's insane. Insane. We were just like, like, I don't know if that's gonna stay okay. Wow. You t- just had the vibe. Just yeah, I just I had a feeling that maybe that would not have been taken care of very well anymore. Wow, good on you. Yeah, tough, tough. Had oh. a good lab space. Mr. Rambo, you have a couple of interesting stories from. Uh, oh yeah, I, I do indeed. Yeah. They're they're wildly different. They, oh, yeah. they involve way fewer cells, <laughs> so they're less stressful to me in my current life. At least. Um, but but back in undergrad, this is a. I feel like I've heard from many people that their organic chemistry teachers showed them how to make meth. Right? Yeah, that's a thing. Yep. Yep. Yes. Everybody but Megan, who <laughs> apparently didn't have to take did orgo. Not. No. Which. It's wild. It's, it's just crazy to me. It's just another Everybody Megan thing. Just Megan yeah. things, you know. She didn't have to take it because she already knew everything. She already knew everything. She already knew. She already knows because she's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> she, she actually is very smart. She's very talented. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Back to meth. <laughs> and so, right, we're, we're learning about, you know, how to make meth, of course, as you do an orgo. And, and our professor tells us that, uh, that they caught one of their own grad students at one point making meth in the lab and so it's just so wild yeah it's it's just crazy and so like the way they they didn't actually like walk in and it's like hey that looks like meth you know (laughs) nothing like that but instead the bursar is like kind of catching these abnormalities where the the student is ordering more toluene than they would expect and toluene is one of the potential starting points of meth and so they're (laughs) like that is weird but like not that weird because the the lab does in fact Use toluene, yeah. So that's not not the most outlandish thing, but they fig- But over time, they figure out, yeah, wait, this is way the quantity more than way too much. They're, yeah. they're making meth, <laughs> like, yeah. and so when you were yeah. first telling me the story and someone found out, I thought it was just like a, a colleague who was like, "Hey, I know what that looks like." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, oh, no they they use some deductive reasoning yeah, to figure yeah. out if they're ordering all this toluene, and this is. You know, They're only, only this much is being yeah. done. Right. Did they yeah. say anything about how long they they kind of like got away with it before it was caught? Or no, they didn't mention that. But I mean, must have been it a must while. Must have been a yeah. while. Because like, how often would you really need to order something like that? Like, is is toluene one of those things that you can buy in bulk? Like, you would imagine that you can probably get a lot of of meth out of one order. Yeah, that's one what I'm order. I, you know, I, I really know. don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, like because we buy we buy heinous chemicals in bulk all the time. Oh yeah, them. you know, like we we move. A lot of product, <laughs> you might say. <laughs> we we oh, moved. No. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's wild. Good on that bursar person for picking that yeah. up. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like catching it. Very cute. Very good. It's like, yeah, that's I, insane. And then every time I think about this, I just can't imagine being the PI and <laughs> like finding out that your student is making meth. Like, yeah. right? Yeah, that's Having so that crazy. Like a, that's just such a great story. Now, like, I oh, get why yes. she would share that every semester at Orgo. Makes sense. Wow. That's insane. I just can't, like, so, like, for us, our PI signs off on our purchase requests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, I feel like my PI would have caught and if have seen him. Well, actually, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they sign off on the purchase request, but I've, I've been told that, like, the way that, um, like, grant funding works specifically, they can't go back and look at the history of purchases. Like, that's something that only the business Well, I so, like, my out. lab, we keep a log of all of our purchase requests mm-hmm. online. Oh. So she can go through and see. Yeah, we have but, I mean, some. I took mine back because we did order, like, a condoms in bulk once ac- accidentally. I don't know. Mm. Wow. Uh, um, yeah? Right. yeah? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a different oh, story. Yeah, it's not yeah. very spooky. It's I, just a yeah, different story. story. I remember. You, yeah, you know that story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I guess that's what I'm saying is, like, oh, how does the not PI not, <laughs> not, really how does the PI not yeah. notice? Because, I mean, I guess you can get away. Like, I know there are some things I've ordered that my PI just kind of glanced over and, mm-hmm. and then asked me about later, being like, why did you order so much? I'm like, well, you signed off on it, so you, you should have said no. Um, yeah. So yeah. I guess maybe that was one of those things yeah. where. I mean, it could. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like they just see that they're ordering toluene, which yeah. they know they need for the lab. But like, imagine getting that request every week. Yeah, like, I, I don't, feel like I don't know. I don't, we don't know how. how often, like it's like how a lab, right? Because yeah. like maybe that's, like yeah, one person given a ton of detail, yeah. like one massive thing. Yeah, like yeah. one person could putting order in for the entire lab and say, like, okay, this is the toluene we need as a lab. For yeah, yeah, for right. If they run through it a yeah, lot, that's true. But over time, you know, like I said, they were like, hey, this is a bit more. Yeah. This is a bit more than normal. Yeah. Huh. 
That's and wild. so they, were, they, they got expelled, definitely, like, criminal definitely. prosecution. Expelled, like, for yeah. sure. There's there's no way they didn't get, you know, oh, yeah. criminal charges. Or <laughs> yeah. Because, like, yeah. also, like, thinking about that, right, that money is, like, grant money, probably. Oh, yeah, so yeah, Expending, like, Dude, so I wonder, like, if it was NIH. to make meth. Yeah, exactly. Taxpayers' money, man. Yeah, um, like, do you think NIH, or, like, whatever the funding agency was, do you think they, like... They asked oh. for a cut. Asked for, like, <laughs> some consequences or something. Yeah, you know? Because that's, like, government, federal money that's yep. going towards yeah. illegal substance creation. Yep. Like, that cannot imagine be okay. Because so. also, like, you know, when you're federally funded, they do check to make sure that everything you purchase is for grant-related yep. yes, research. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. For so, that grant that you're... Yeah, I can't even imagine what kind of repercussions that would have been. Like, did that did that affect their grants in the future? Yeah, well? oh my like, God. Well, oh. so the thing is, it's... Oh, see, it, it would be the PI's responsibility to yeah, oversee I mean, the, the buck, those The buck fund- stops yeah. at them, right? So yep. they ultimately, if they're the... Yeah, if they should have caught on that it, grant, like, yeah. yeah. And I used to be like, hey... You well, see, let's hope it's startup so money. Rough. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah, maybe it's seed money. You know, maybe it's just seed money. Yeah. It's like you know, throw away. But if it's not, it's, wow, it's that's rough. wild. That's so weird. Yeah, I can't believe someone got away with that. <laughs> I mean, well, they didn't they get didn't. away. <laughs> well, sorry. Yes, yes. they did well, for a while. <laughs> presumably, they did for some time. But yeah, yeah. that's crazy. You can't that's also wild. you can't get away with data manipulation. <laughs> all right. Yes, <laughs> that's a great story. Are, are we segueing? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things you can't get away with in grad school. Mm-hmm. One of them is data manipulation. Falsifying data <laughs> one is one of them. Of them. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. I have an interesting story about that. You do. So I was recently teaching Megan about this uh, device that we have, this strength testing device apparatus that is pretty old, we mm-hmm. can say. You it's know? like from the 90s. Yeah, from the it has 90s. has a floppy disk in it. It is a flashback Friday if you've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, Samothy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> It's it yeah it, it's 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 a uh, it's pretty old machine, and it's very quirky. A lot of things of it. One of it one of the quirkiest things that it's very very critical, extremely critical, for you know actual proper usage is how you actually export some of the data. So after you've done your mechanical <laughs> testing and you've broken the bone, whatever you're doing, you have to export the data, of course, to mm. have it saved, right? So when you export it, it it, it pops up. Okay, export. Okay, click export. Then this this is where everything just becomes dark and crazy. It, it, it shows you, okay, export this group file. Okay, cool. You would think with, you know, as a, as a person living in the 21st century in, in this current time <laughs> that, you know, if something, if something pops up and you want to go proceed to the next step, you double click it. You know, you double click everything in life, double click open, <laughs> double click, oh, boom, done, right? So you think you double click, no, 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 no. Not you cannot here. double click cannot in that. this one particular instance. You cannot double. Click. You have to click it once and then click the actual button that says OK. OK, so that's the way to actually export your data. If you were to double click, what happens is that it rewrite it overwrites the previous file that you save. So for the first time, it's OK. For the first time you do it, if you're doing experiment, the first experiment you do, you can double click it. No problem. The second time, if you were to double click it, it would overwrite the first that that actual second file with the first one. And the third time, I'm going to write it with the second one, which is now the first one. The fourth time, the third one, which is now the first one. So on and so forth. So what happened was that we had one student in our lab who uh, was running these ex- you know, mechanical testing experiments on some very expensive mice, some um, transgenic mice that we had particular echocellular matrix protein knocked out of it to you know, look at you know, basically bone matrix properties as we do. Mm-hmm. And we're doing this mechanical testing. And what happened is that he's just sort of Autonomously, just double clicking, double clicking, double clicking, save, double click, double click, double click. <laughs> and so, yeah, and, and so what happens is that after you've done your entire cohort, and and, and you know you, you brand these are these are like really expensive samples. Oh. They probably took a lot of time and money yeah, 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 no, but. yeah, because you know with transgenic mice takes a lot to yeah. actually breed them and get the actual right knockout to actually have it be the heterozygous or homozygous whatever you're expressing for. Yep. And so for this, it took a lot of money to actually get to the right cell type that they want with the right. Yeah. Uh, phenotype yeah. and genotype. So, you know, and then, you know, you, you have that weight. You have that weight on you on your shoulders, but you start mechanically testing them and you just running through them. Double click, double click, double click, as I said, which is yeah, the thing you shouldn't so do. That's so scary. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God. And, and what happens is that, well, you check the data. Oh, hey, it starts one. Okay, first one looks okay. This is normal. Check second one. Second one looks kind of similar. I feel like this same. is like deja vu. It might. Third one. Okay, let's check the third one. Third one looks kind of similar to the second one, which looks kind of like the first one. Mm. Fourth one. Okay. 
Am I seeing Something things? Something, wrong. Something's wrong here. The simulation is messing up. What's going on here? So as it turns out, basically an entire cohort, an entire set of bones from these mice were tested, mechanically broken, and are all basically saved to be the first one, right? So basically we have, instead of like 30-something files with separate unique mechanical data, you just have the one. And so what, what does the student do? Well, he decided to essentially, from the one data set, uh, basically create just, you know, Minecraft, an entire <laughs> just new set of data, a unique set of data from this one set, which naturally would raise a lot of eyebrows when you're looking at the bar graph and you're like, this kind of looks weird, <laughs> right? There's not really not much of a trend going on here, which we expect him to be the case because it's a knockout, you know, this is a very extreme knockout. You're expecting to have some insane changes in mechanical properties or mm -hmm. seeable, you know, actually significant or, you know, yeah. detectable changes that you would expect. They're like, okay, so naturally inquisitive mind of a scientist would be like, okay, well, let's we'll just see the raw data. Let's just see what's going on. Maybe something in the, in the actual no analysis, oh, the analysis God. that we did, maybe something with the actual processing and the analysis, you know, let's just see. Okay, well, you showed a raw data to your PI, right? Who's a veteran in this field, right? Right? <laughs> who, who knows well just He's by essentially by established an established name in the protocol, this protocol, well established, right? And again, the actual double clicking, single click nuance has been well documented. It's even told story <laughs> like verbally. Yes, but it's also documented in our protocols as well. So when he, so when asked, hey, you know, when you saved this, what did you do? Question. Oh, hey, I double clicked it. Interesting. Did <laughs> oh, you do man. that how many times? Oh, yeah, this Every many times. Time. Interesting. And then the, the best part, okay, well, okay, okay, okay. We can't do any of this mechanical testing. Do you have the rest of the bones we can do any other mechanical testing on? Because in our well, lab. Any testing of any kind. Any testing yeah. of any kind. We could do like indentation, you know, nanotation, micronotation on the broken pieces yeah. that you have from the strength testing. We could do. You could like digest some, it and look for yeah, protein markers. Yeah. Protein, yeah. You could do protein markers. So you, could, you could look at, you know, push those modifications. You can yep. do a host of things from the actual, you know, if you had the half broken off or the quarter, an eighth, anything, anything you can do. Anything to salvage, so much to salvage this experiment. Mm -hmm. Turns out the person, <laughs> after each time they mechanically tested it, just chucked the <laughs> bone pieces into the biohazard trash. That is so, so triggering to me. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I can't even imagine doing just, something like that. Just broke one. Okay, okay. So the first time that you the first time that you told this story, I yes. thought it was like one data set and like they're they they just fudged some error bars. Like, no, but they made an entire New set of graphs. The, yeah, so they basically with, with like different they made they, they made, a, the they made a host of graphs basically based off of like one set of data. Oh my god! Like they I made like don't even know how you would pull that one off. I'm, I'm assuming insane. you just like RNG a mean and deviation and just RNG. Yeah, yeah but I just numbers, I right? just like that I could never. But do that's that. but that's why no. it's so easy to catch on because yeah. you're like okay, well between your groups, so obvious. yeah, because then it's like arbitrarily you yeah. know decided, so there's yep. there's no yep. actual. Merit. Oh, so, so you see that data, you're like, okay, this is weird. Okay, let's check the raw data, and then you, the jig is up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta imagine the kind of fear and desperation it would take for someone to like go through that process and think that that can get by the the veteran PI. Oh my gosh! Exactly. Yeah, it, it's like you know. I just I think it's wild that like he threw out threw out all of the bones. And yeah. Then, so oh, like I feel like if if I had done that accidentally overwritten all my data. I would probably be crying and then immediately tell my PI what I did yep. wrong. Mm -hmm. Like yep. just being like, I'm so sorry. Please don't fire me. Yeah. Yep. I really, really messed up. Yep. Yeah, but it's like, in our case, it's like, okay, it's not the end of the world because you can still do all the other mechanical tests. Right, you can, because you, know, you saved all the samples you naturally. Saved samples. So you saved all the samples. You're like, okay, we can do all this instead. And yeah. then we can we can work with it. We, we can work together if you had bones. But yeah. this person... Throughout the bones each That's just time. so scary. I think so, everyone's nightmare is if losing their raw data files. Yes. Yeah. yeah. After yeah, so all of your hard work. Yep. Yeah. So that was, so this, I always tell. You've told Megan me that story yeah. every time you've trained me because you've had to train me on that like three times now. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's relevant because, you know, that's the last thing you ever want to do is just, yeah. You know, you, especially you, if you, you have you, a yeah. lot of samples yeah. or precious samples. Uh, yeah. Especially in your case when you guys have like, you know, a lot of samples. A lot you don't want to just like. Yeah. You know, or and just, it's like a yeah. it's a destructive test. You yes, cannot it, redo yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. So you just keep checking. Like yeah. you know, it, but he just didn't check. And then at the at the end of it, it's like oh, it's all oh, the same. And so wild. That was that was a lesson. Yeah. Uh, a spooky lesson. I feel like you guys learn. have good stories to warn people when you train. <laughs> yes. Um, like. <laughs> like for your bone saw. Oh, Jesus. Um, so again, bone lab. So they cut bone. So that means they need a bone saw. And the saw is like diamond 
encrusted. Sam has all the interesting diamond. stories. Things are happening. <laughs> also, in so the, the bone saw is just the coolest like name for a thing to have it's in your terrifying, lab. It's terrifying, yep. is the it not? Saw? It's so scary. Like, that's wild. Take it to the bone saw. So they saw. have a bone saw room that's not in the main lab. Um, it gets its own room? It has its own room. Yeah, it's a private room. It's a private Dang. little room. Um, so they have their bone saw. Sam's training me on how to use it. Um, it's a very intimidating piece of equipment. I haven't used it yet by myself. Mm-hmm. I tell Tice, who is also in Sam's lab, um, hey, guess what? I'm about to use y'all's bone saw. And he's like, oh, be careful. I sliced my tendon. So I guess like he was going in, holding the sample like with his fingers instead of using like something else. And then just overextended his wrist or something and nicked his uh, his. Yeah. Uh, oh. and, and for that saw, we have like an actual yeah. like vice that's attached to it. That's attached to an arm that you can actually control and lower. Yeah, so like you can keep your hands <laughs> slightly from away the from the saw. Because I'm sure that when you know Bueller, the rep actually made the saw, they're like, you know what? We shouldn't have people. We should have some safety. <laughs> some safety here. It is <laughs> called a bone saw. It is a bone saw. I just like I uh, like he could have. He could have. It could have been a lot. He, he could have hurt his own bone. Yes, he could have lost <laughs> his finger. One of the one of the safety like this. Just I don't know what what made me thought and think of this. Well really the situation, but they have these things now um, for power saws where um, it kind of goes off the impedance of, so if it detects that that your um, finger gets in like the general proximity or like it'll, it'll stop fast enough that you barely even like feel it or, oh. or nicked. And there's like a mechanism that, that forcibly stops the, the saw um, if it detects that the, the impedance of, of skin pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll just- That would be useful. You can't do that for a bone saw though. Also pretty no. old bone saw. Probably did not exist yeah. when, the, mm. when your bone saw was made. Yeah, it just had the power up button. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty, yeah. Um, so that was a great story Ty's told me right before I started to use it all by myself without Sam's supervision. Yeah, don't saw your fingers and off. And since then, I think I only cut like three of my samples and you ended up doing the rest of them for me anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think, it's just I think, way too scary. I think Meg was like, I want to take it nice and slow. Like, okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. And then you were like, Sam's fingers don't really matter. Sam, he, he does this all the time. <laughs> who, who needs, who needs <laughs> fingers? It's fine. <laughs> you play drums, oh, you don't need your fingers. That as well. Yeah, just, yeah. just, just, just tape it your wrists and just... <laughs> do, 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 do. For sure. Oh, man. Um, were there any other spooky stories? Did we... Yeah. Oh, my voice you had, you had I, had, I have one more. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's also chemical-based. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And you so, and your chemicals. Yeah, me and my chemicals. <laughs> So this one did happen to me rather than being a story told to me by a, by a professor. But <laughs> so I ordered a chemical uh, for my lab. <laughs> no funny business. I literally <laughs> just needed it. But it was it's one of those like cla- or uh, like dangerous chemicals. Mm-hmm. So you have to jump through hoops to actually be able to order it. And so I fill out all the paperwork. It takes like multiple days of emails figuring yeah. out how to, to actually fill this out and do all this stuff so that I can finally get the chemical. And here we normally get things like shipped to a stock room and then we go to the stock room to pick them up. Yeah. This, because it's dangerous and a chemical, gets shipped straight to our lab and delivered into our lab space. That way it's like never being held somewhere yeah. for, for long and, and can't, can't be... Misused, a risk to somebody yeah. or misused, <laughs> right. lost to to who knows what. Yep. And so, yeah, so I see this email at the beginning of the day that it's going to get delivered to lab by the end of the day today. I'm like, okay, great. I'll use it tomorrow. Yep. No big deal. Like nothing, nothing really to worry about, right? right? It's just, it's just going to happen. Right. And then, so I'm, I'm leave Cebus to go to another building on campus to, to do some imaging. And uh, as I'm wrapping up imaging, I see on, on Slack that I have a message from um, a student who just joined our lab oh boy. saying, oh, someone delivered a package for you in lab. I'm, I'll bring it by your office. And, and I, I, at this point, I look at the timestamp because I'm like, <laughs> is there time to, to save this? To stop and, this, yeah. yeah. And, and it's already been 20 minutes. So I'm like, oh, it's too late. It's, oh, my gosh. This is probably already in my in my. Uh, office right now yeah and just knowing how how that person operates as well and so i'm like i'm i'm panicking a little bit i start to like text the other lab members but i'm also thinking what is going on (laughs) like who takes something it it was delivered into our lab space there's nothing you take from lab the number of of stickers that must have been on that box yeah all the skulls and crossbones not enough of an indicator 
And yeah, I mean, oh. what was I saying last time? I just don't know how someone thinks that belongs in an office instead of a lab space. Yeah, exactly. No, it makes it makes no sense to me how That's, how it got. You said that one of your lab mates intercepted the, yes. the receipt of the <laughs> I got, package. I got very lucky. They didn't make it far before a lab mate walked past them and thought, wait, they're carrying that a box full right. of you know, like crossbones, crossbones, crossbones hazardous, <laughs> like everything yeah. all over it. Wait a second. That shouldn't leave the lab space. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and get this back in there. So it didn't end up being anywhere near as bad as it could be. But that's it's a stressful like, situation, though, yeah. especially when you're not in the building currently yeah. and you're like, I yeah. can't do anything about this. And like and I'm just seeing it too late. So yeah. like what I see the message, I'm like, oh, God, whatever's happened has happened. already. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, Could you imagine the fallout from something like that if someone else like if, if someone walked in, kind of, yeah, you know, exactly. and like, like a janitor yeah. came in right? or something. And, and my name is on the box, yes. not her name. Yeah, exactly. yeah the right? responsibility. <laughs> Michael, what are you doing taking hazardous chemicals into your, and into your taking office? them home, yeah. Are you, like, yeah. What are you, are you uh, What's going on here, huh? Oh. Making meth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Making, yep. <laughs> I've learned, uh -huh. learned from the, the ways of previous grad students. Oh, no. <laughs> uh. <laughs> taking up the mantle. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's stressful. Well, did we remember all of our spooky stories from the last edition of this episode? Oh, I had my freezer stories, I guess. That, yes. That count. Oh, yeah. The, the fact that your freezers uh, <laughs> are full seem, of seem, are, are real people graveyard. <laughs> I, it always seems like it's like a complete Black Hawk Down scenario every month. With yeah, like one of your every freezers. month. So, like, um, our year, so Rob, Sam, and I are in the same year. So, we have a, a group chat, a group me for us. And since our first year, every month, Dan will usually go, Hey, your freezer is leaking again. And it's their freezer that has human bones. And um, and it's kind of yeah. gross that it leaks. Yeah. So what is leaking? Tell us, Sam. <laughs> what is leaking? Yeah. What is the substance that's leaking? How are these stored? Yeah. So let <laughs> <laughs> like, so me tell you about this. Never Wait, thought about that. Yeah. So we we have freezers in in my lab space that are sort of at least mostly dedicated for human bone storage. Yeah. Right. So from various different bones, or at least long bones, femurs, tibias, uh, you know. Uh, at least joint emplacements, like different bones, it, but it's predominantly human because you can imagine they take up a lot of space. Mm -hmm. What happens is that a lot of these uh, bones, when they come from like anatomical gift registries or like uh, are donated to us, uh, they're not like only the bone. They're like the bone plus maybe some fat, oh, right? No. Fat and sinew mm. and all the like other, all the know. soft tissue that's around it. Well, yeah, it's not yeah. not muscle, but like musculature, yeah. but like mainly the and you know your bones have blood in them. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. So they're not mm. like they're fully, you know, decellularized, yeah. you know. Uh, How do you, you store know, ex them? Huh? You don't, you know, because I imagine you don't just throw these, you don't throw them <laughs> into the minus 80 with Without no buffer lighting. solution like your, like your rats that you had to Are they just wrapped in gauze? From. Yeah. In bags? So a lot of these bones are just like, I feel, again, I feel really bad because a lot of donors, you know, are just like, <laughs> I, like, I, I'm going to donate my body to yeah, science. Yeah, donate their body to science. Go they, really you know, they look research. at, like, you know, like, pristine places. Like, look at, like, in, uh, uh, oh, hey, your like body's going to go to this, like, Mayo <laughs> Clinic. Yeah. It's going to go to a high level, high pristine area. It's going to be preserved in this way. We're going to take only this part size. It's going to be treated very preciously. In our case, you're just, you're, 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 your precious femur is just sort of put into a biohazard bag and then wrapped and then just sort of what? eat it into a Myosady freezer. Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. So what happens is that when freezers go down because of course it's gonna leak. issues, then things leak, right? Because again, oh, for disgusting. some reason, <laughs> when, when, when we request these things to be shipped, we don't either, either like, and again, a lot of these bones that we collected have been collected from the past decade. Yeah. Yes. So this is all like before any of us got here. We're like, should we maybe ask them like to them like, in a sealed bag? yeah, to seal them for us, and or we could just like clean them before we put them there. Nope. Yeah. So a lot of these tissues are just sort of like wrapped, and then like this, the solution just like, okay, we'll double wrap it. Okay, triple wrap it. Okay, quadruple wrap it. <laughs> I've had the absolute pleasure of walking by and smelling. Is it bad? Uh, it's it's. I'm gross. actually it's so God. happy that you it's guys don't keep that freezer on our floor. The worst smell. Well, I've I mean, there are three freezers oh, in the, but it's true. it's like it's, it's like, like far away. Yeah, it's far away. Really smell but it. Yeah, there there are several many of times and most recently happened like where it just uh, because of I don't know, there's a lot of reasons, but uh, just the, 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 <laughs> the, the freezer the freezers go down and then you know we're like oh hey the freezer went down okay when did it go down a couple of days ago oh, oh. interesting how are those samples still. 
viable. Well, you said you said these were these were freezers that weren't necessarily the best quality. Yeah, yeah. And you, so were, you were unsure as to why you were using these freezers to store. Yeah, yeah. Because we have one freezer that we like kept repairing, and we're like, should we buy a new one? Or like, no, I'll just keep repairing. Not worth it. <laughs> Minus eighty just, freezers are expensive. Yeah, but we had like we had the money to buy new of them. We're like, <laughs> no, we could have definitely done. We could have definitely didn't. done it. <laughs> and so what happens is that like, you know, for whatever reason, you know, I could just be walking and I'm like, something smells really bad. Oh. Go into the go into the third floor. Go into our freezer room. Oh, hey, this minus eighty freezer is holding at like plus twelve. Oh. And, it, and I and I see and I see all of these people. All of these oh, past no, lives, no, don't say it like that. <laughs> all, of the, oh. all of it just coming out of the freezer, oh. just like these just are. And again, these are these are human beings. These are human beings. These are people. <laughs> these are actual human beings. Okay, they were actually. They were human beings, beings from various <laughs> ages, various walks of life. That's horrible. Were you guys? You guys weren't really concerned about cross contamination, though, or anything, were you? Because they were they were individually wrapped. Well, imagine so they yeah. weren't. They were just bagged. They weren't really, I don't know. No, like Not really securely wrapped. Not really no, secure. they're not really, because what happened is that like you have like multiple bones just like in one biohazard bag just wrapped up. Oh my god! And like what happens even, what's even crazier is that what happens is that like some of these people just decide to like just write the actual relevant yeah, information. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Like, like all the patient information, information and like, you know, the age and stuff. Sometimes that gets wiped away. They get wiped yeah. away because so, so next thing you know, you have like this bone. And you're like, who is this from? I don't know. How old are they? Okay, well, that was know. better than, than what I was thinking. I, I was picturing someone like writing something in Sharpie on a femur. Like, just <laughs> oh, like, God. Actually, we do have some of them where like on the gauze that's like tightly wrapped onto the femur that yeah. has like 70 cm Caucasian <laughs> male, right? And you're like, yeah. and then it, it wipes away and you're like, is what? What what was that? Who is who is this guy? Who is this? Yeah. And then we have to like, okay, throw away like someone's precious donated bones or like, okay. How do you throw away a human bone? You just chuck it into power hazard and you oh. just wrap it up. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it just goes with all the so other. So what happens what happens is that we always plan it. We all if we ever had throw away, do any mass extinction. <laughs> What a great! What a great! We ever have to do any mass extinction of a of any uh, hard tissue? We just we just schedule it on the same time the biohazard pickup is uh, happening. So, you, they, it's not so we're just there. like, all right, all right, Thursday afternoon. All right, is boys. There's <laughs> a special removal of human samples. Technically, not. At least for us, That's we're crazy. just like. We just, like I feel like it must be regulated. You would think. I mean, no, to I be mean, fair, the biohazard waste is heavily regulated as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah the, but the, like, you know, like people, in. like mouse, like animal tissue is going in the same freezer as human tissue. I feel like that should be handled separately. So, it's I mean, we, we technically we have a, or at least now we have a catalog for everything that we do for the human tissue. Yeah. So yeah. If we, when we know people know like, oh, hey, we're, we're removing this, removing this, removing this, right? So mm -hmm. we update that. So at least... The New York State, they know. Oh, okay, it's a, it's okay, a New York okay. State like regulated oh, okay. catalog. So New that's York State knows what we have in our freezers that, that's in terms good. of humans, sure. in terms of people. <laughs> but I would you imagine. mean samples? Maybe we don't call them just straight humans. I mean, they freezer. are people. I, listen, I, 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 I just again, I feel this bad that is I just Halloween themed. Okay, okay. yeah, <laughs> I just feel bad that like I, I just, I'm just carrying you know these people's literal bones. Just in my hand. Yeah, as I, I guess that makes sense, though. <laughs> that you, wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily need additional protocols for disposing of human No, I didn't realize that it was regulated at state level. Yeah, it's right, state level regulated. But, I thought uh, you guys just had bones, and you're like, ah, I'm done. I'm going to toss them in the same biohazard waste as cell waste. Like, no, no, no. It's, it's a, yeah, at least we, it was all separated in there, and we okay. just put it into a separate thing. Through. Huh. But if that ever does happen. But again, you know, when our freezers go down... For some reason, it's just, you know. That's horrible. We, we, we just you see so it. for you guys. The you last time I went later. down, I see, I just walk into the freezer room and I see, like, Tice with his head, like, crammed oh, deep into the minus with, <laughs> with, like, that horrible smell just everywhere. It, it's horrible, and cleaning up is even worse. Yeah, so and you, gotta you gotta clean up fully in order for it to get serviced. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, freezer goes down, a full freezer's worth of human tissue starts to Bones, warm yeah. up. Decompose. You have to You have to clean that yourself. That's horrible. I, I, I literally had to throw out like a pair of shoes, like a whole outfit, oh, no. which which had me had me so mad for like a week. Oh, I had to like because I could, couldn't get the smell out. I, was like, oh, I smell like I, I smell like you death. were the necromancer. That's on, <laughs> that's on brand. I don't listen, know. Listen, my, my powers are only limited to mice. Maybe he just wasn't wearing all black. That <laughs> yeah, I, wasn't wearing all black. I, I was wearing denim. I was wearing uh, some denim blue. It was a denim. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yeah, you know, it's my fault for. <laughs> 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 it's my fault for wearing clothes. <laughs> 
What are you doing? Oh, that's wearing? horrible. You lost a fit. That sucks. Yeah, it was. Oh. You lost a lot of things. That and this time. this freezer, the problematic freezer, is still in service today. It's yeah, it still happened. So, you know, it's, it's spooky. It's, it's always like a mild form of trauma that I have <laughs> to deal with every time I walk in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the, it's like the mysteries of the people who did those uh, those heinous lab things. Oh, and yeah. never figured it out. Exactly. That freezer's still Bloody there, scale. still operating. It's like a mild form. Just every time I walk in, I'm like, they could just it could be the day that all the freezers go down. And I can be like, all right, Sam. Clean up time. Just clean up. Like Barbie just said, clean up. Oh, just wow. Much. Did yeah. we just... Is that it? Was that all of our spooky stories? I think we actually got through all the main stuff. We slightly recovered the old <laughs> episode. Yeah. We're, we're I there. I apologize again that I forgot to put the SD card in. Yeah, Megan double-clicked the pad and stuff. <laughs> Ooh, Megan definitely yeah, double-clicked. Double <laughs> what did I tell you about that, Megan? Uh, yeah, you just need to warn me one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so come back for episode three of episode eight. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not getting no, a spooky no, episode. Never, yeah, no, no, no. We're done after this. That's going to go ahead and wrap us up, though, for season two, episode eight of the PhD cast. If you're interested in a specific topic or you have questions you'd like us to answer, please email us at cbisgpa at rpi.edu, or you can message us on social media via Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. And with that, we hope you put the SD card into the recorder and that all your differences are significant. See ya.